This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, it's Emma from Colorado. So, I'm an RPCB, a Return Peace Corps volunteer from Ghana. And there are a couple things on my mind when I was listening to that uh, segment. So, first off, the Peace Corps is paid for by the government. So, if you're upset about these DACA kids spending all of your taxes for whatever it is you think they're nefariously using it for, you probably shouldn't then shouldn't then send them off to another country in the Peace Corps because, you know, taxpayers pay for that and Congress approves it. So, one, that's not how money works. Two, Peace Corps service, like you guys said, as a volunteer. You can't force people to join it just because you don't like them. And there isn't Peace Corps in every single country because countries, believe it or not, can actually decide not to have the Peace Corps in it. Some countries are a little too dangerous for the Peace Corps, and we would rather not send our kiddos off and pay for it with tax dollars if we think they're going to get in trouble. Third, if anybody deserves to go, you know, force service and talk about how great America is and why, um, it's probably all these MAGA idiots. They can all go, uh, I don't know, earn their citizenship, learn about voting and how it works in other countries, maybe serve somebody else for a while other than themselves in the mirror. It's not like missionary work. It's insulting that they would think that. It's insulting to DACA kids to say that they're not citizens in their own right and that they should earn it in a way that American citizens don't have to. So, I mean, those are a few of my thoughts, other than the fact that this guy's a fucking moron and doesn't understand how the Peace Corps actually works. Maybe he should serve. Thanks, guys. Keep up good work. Hey guys, this is Doc Collins from South Carolina. I was listening to you guys talk about the guy who got mad for you uh, referring to Iowans as corn goblins. I just do want to remind you, you need to be careful because uh, the corn goblins are easily scared, but uh, they will be back and with greater numbers of insects. All right, guys. Anyways, glory hole, motherfuckers. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring... Motherfucker, I was just about to say, oh, we're not going to balance anything or juggle some what? fucking flaming torches over there. What? You just... God, it's a worse sound. The slurping of tea. Oh my God. The Can't you just put your nails on a chalkboard or something? Can you like snork your snot back you up ever, in your nose? Have you ever gone to like a good ramen place and there's that all that slurping sound in there? I went to a good ramen place and I, as all people do, stuck ice picks in my ears and went deaf for the day because that's the best way to enjoy ramen. <laughs> Slurp like crazy. When it, you go I love, I, I only went to that ramen place. I've only ever had real ramen at one time. Really? That's it. Oh, With God, you. yeah. Yeah. We ordered it here to the studio, and it wasn't the no, same. No, it wasn't very good. So yeah. I, I discount that event yeah, as having it, not occurred. Delivery ramen is not the It's same. not a thing. Yeah. No, it's not a thing. Yeah. Um, we've been critical thinking, skepticism, skepticism and, and irreverence. 
Ramen fruits. Ramen. I kind of want some ramen. I'm really full, but egg, I would eat some ramen with that smoked there. duck egg. That, yeah, it's good stuff. Holy yeah, shit, that was good. Stuff, yeah. I mean, that's level 11. Wow. 20 topic that makes the news, Ooh. makes it big, or makes that's us right. mad. It's skeptical, mm-hmm. it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 378. 78. Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> We are joined this episode by Cecil. Hey, buddy. From the Cognitive Dissonance <laughs> Podcast. And also Citation Needed. And Citation Needed. I, I don't, don't let me. You uh, you're like a show. fifth of that. I you're like 20%. You but you do 70% of the work. Yeah. So. <laughs> we need to elect people to office who are willing to acknowledge God. Amen. Because if they're secular going in, they're not going to protect your liberties. Uh, let's talk about our first story before I get in too much trouble. This is from Right Wing Watch. Uh, speaking of slavery, <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. This, this is, is fucking genuinely the best. This is the, David Barton. White people don't get enough credit for ending slavery. Also, starting, starting and then enforcing it <laughs> and perpetuating it and being the recipients of its oh, advantages. God, it's so amazing. Oh, All right, for so fuck's sake. Here's David. David, by the way, if you don't know who David Barton is, he's the guy who makes up everything. <laughs> He's a failed historian. He's a, no, That's he's he a, he's an amazing storyteller. That's <laughs> what he is. But none of his stories are true. So he's CJ Worleyman? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't steal the story. Oh, he's Jonah Larry. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other nation in the world where whites fought whites to free blacks. <laughs> what, what, uh, well, wait, hmm. hold on. There was a whole bunch of whites that owned blacks. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, like we're, we're saying one for us, but like negative 100 for us. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the footing we're going to start off on. This is the hill he wants to die on yeah, right now. Yeah. Right. Just so, so you know. To free blacks. Yeah. Well, why weren't the blacks free? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Because a bunch of whites owned them. Yeah. Like, you, you gotta have that part in there. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna free the blacks as if the blacks were just like, yeah. I don't know, I'm stuck to this rock. Like, just, <laughs> if, only a, if only a white person would come along and free me. <laughs> what, if, what if, like, a sword and a stone? There's just like a black dude. There's a black guy in a mouth. stuck in Fuck, a rock. I can't get I'm stuck in a cotton gin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wish I could get out of here. I just keep doing this work over and over and over for no reason. No pay, no uh, nothing. If anyone needs me, yeah. I'm gonna whip myself yeah. and sick a dog on me. Even if here's the thing. Even if, like, let's say, let's say they were taking advantage of somebody who's just doing the work just because that's their natural habitat of doing that work and they were just taking advantage of it, advantage of it even that's monstrous, right? <laughs> right like right. even that's monstrous. Right. Even if they weren't like systematically like beating them and forcing them to mate and fucking like separating, separating families, families and, yeah. and, and not letting them be educated and all the horrible shit that goes on with slavery that went on in this country, even without all that, even if that even didn't yeah. exist, just yeah. profiting off of someone Somebody else's, else's labor. <laughs> Property officer like when they donated don't profit labor. too. It's not <laughs> donated it? labor. They're just they're just donating their time. It was like a weekend. Thing they're just for volunteers oh. for my show. <laughs> and killed over a half million whites to free blacks. That's a lot of people fighting. Well, slavery. how many blacks do they kill to <laughs> enslave know. blacks? Well, the fuck you got to count that here's part. The that, here's the thing that Barton's saying though: is that <laughs> white lives matter. <laughs> This is literally the, his two sentences uh, in. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like 
it's like he plays this mental game of the floor is lava <laughs> because you can't look back. Uh, he, he just jumps right into the middle of the point because you're like, oh, no, if you even got there from any logical conclusion, you would start with. So we owned a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was wrong. Yeah. yeah. So we had to stop that. Yeah, and we, so we, we thought it. about it. Yeah. And some people monsters didn't want to. Right. Well, and so we had to kill yeah, them to stop the, it. The recipients of slavery's monstrous, monstrous advantages yeah. were like, no, no, I totes like owning people. It makes the work I don't have to do easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You're just like, are you serious? Did you not even think about this for a second? <laughs> hey, what's the minimum wage on your farm? <laughs> False. <laughs> You've also got the situation where that the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, they're, they're voted for. They're all civil rights amendments. But guess what? The only guys who could vote back then are white guys. Well, that was the problem. <laughs> That's what the issue. Can you hear what you? Can you hear what you? are you saying? <laughs> Why were they the only people that could vote? Because they had disenfranchised. The, the white people disenfranchised from power all other people. <laughs> I got just are you serious? Just, I, out loud. He's doing this out loud. Unbelievable. Does he realize he's on video or audio? He's being recorded. That's crazy. Yeah. So the white people had to vote this in. Yeah. And, and what were what is this? Is he, is he doing like the metaphysics of morals thing? Where he's like, it wasn't in their best interest, so therefore it was moral. Is that what he's trying to do in some ways? I'm not even kidding around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he might be right. He's, he's I think is I think actually that's true. I, I so I read through this. I think that the thrust of his argument is that white people worked against their best interests by freeing black people. But it's but it's like oh no, he's wrong. But like fucking just basic empathy. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, you can work against your own best interests, but you fucking if your guts deep in another human being. Killing them because it's in your best interest to kill them. Because that kind of mentality, right? It would be like, well, if if we were that morally bankrupt, then you know we would we would we would turn our kids back into uh, child workers, right? We would make we'd have child soldiers. We would we we would we would behave if we behaved in a perfectly utilitarian way with human life. Sure, we would be so much more ruthless with human life, right? Just vastly, yeah. horrifyingly much sure. more ruthless with human life. Well, we don't do that because we have to recognize at some point, like, wait a minute, I'm human. Yeah. And I don't want to be treated like the cog in a fucking, like a disposable cog sure. in a horrifying machine. Yeah. I don't want someone else to profit off my labor and I get nothing. Right. Nobody wants that. That's not. It's like this show that happens every week, actually. Like a student loan. Yeah. <laughs> you got two thirds of the whites in Congress and three fourths of the. Uh, and, and, the majority of the whites and three-fourths of the states have said, you know what? We white guys want to tie our hands and make sure the blacks have the same. See? We want to tie our hands. We want to limit our ability to abuse other people. Aren't we amazing? Yeah. Don't you want to just Don't fucking we? put your fucking mouth Can you around just- the fucking head of my cock <laughs> and give me a fucking great big sell? You know what? I'll tell you what. Let me kick my legs back and you can fucking rim me. That's how much... <laughs> I you want know, you. I want the fucking three quarters of your tongue up my asshole. What I was hoping for is for you to put a big heart on this Facebook status for me. <laughs> I made this Facebook status where I, I talk about how much I've sacrificed. And I would love it. I would love it if you put a big heart there. Every heart just makes yeah. me harder and harder. <laughs>
Also, stick so your tongue up so my ass. So does every tongue up my ass. But... <laughs> Same rights that we do. It's wise that we're doing that. You never hear anything about that. That's because the blacks couldn't do it. <laughs> Nobody else. They're literally slaves. <laughs> like, they're literally slaves. <laughs> There's nobody else. <laughs> it's not like that the Native Americans rose up and did it. Hey, you know, men gave women the right to vote. They voted on it. You know, is it? No, women voted on it. Yeah, they couldn't. That's because, okay, there's an order of operations yeah. problem, right? Exactly. It's just you couldn't before you could, and then they decide to let you. Uh, and the fact that they could let you was kind of the problem in the first place. It's a you don't understand how this works. That's, just, that's this guy's problem. He's always dividing by zero. <laughs> you hear that whites are all racist. No, no, no. You got all Nobody says whites are all racist. Yeah. I'm white. That's a stupid thing I'm to say. I'm only 30% yeah. racist. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's the part of me that wants to own other human beings. All these whites who fought and gave their lives so that blacks would not be slaves. You have all these whites who, who tied their own. Who fucking tied up the black people? <laughs> isn't this fucking had him fucking caged up? Right. Isn't this funny though? Because like this embedded here is the idea that the Civil War, which we know is true, is the idea that the Civil War was a war about slavery. But yeah. there is that other There's message other that's message. constantly yep. being preached. Yeah. That the that the, the Civil War was not about slavery. It's the about Civil safe. War was about states' rights. And a lot of these Republicans love they that. They love narrative. that story, right? Yeah. So he's turning that on its head. Yeah. Right now. He's acknowledging that these people fought and died to end slavery, which means the war was about yeah. slavery. Yeah. But I bet the same guy in his next breath, if given the opportunity, would tell you that that's a state's rights war. Where would we be without all the white martyrs, though? I mean, like, <laughs> if there weren't all these white martyrs, oh, then they wouldn't have been enslaved. Okay, no, it's yeah, back to right. the beginning of the argument. You know, again. maybe the black people should have done this for themselves. Yeah. Maybe they should have started their own. <laughs> Do you guys have bootstraps? <laughs> I mean, come on. We don't have shoes. <laughs> you won't let us have shoes. On hands politically to make sure that we had equal rights in the Constitution, etc. So there are so many good stories we just don't get. And what we get today is a heavy dose of Southern black history, but we get nothing of middle colony or Northern history. And that's the more wholesome and the more uplifting side of it. What does that even mean? Is he saying like up in the North, we don't, we don't talk about in the North where black people are owned less uh, obviously, because there's still there's still some serious problems. No, I think what he's saying is is that they're telling us, like like you said, the narrative of the lost cause. Yeah, check out citation needed if you want to find there's out. A great about episode that, about way. that. Um, but you know the South lost that one. But uh, the lost cause of the Confederacy is what he's talking about. That's the kind of history that he's saying. But they're not telling this story of the white martyr, which is what the story that he's telling. The white martyr. That, that's what I think. I know. That's the what white I think. martyr yeah. for the for the to free the to black, free the black to magnanimously yeah, the magnanimous white martyr. free yeah. black people from the tyranny of other white people. If I were to take a cup and I were to spit it into a cup and I were to hand it to this pretty young lady right here, what's your name? Tier. Tier. Tier's going to take it. She's going to spit into it. She's going to pass it around the room and everybody's going to take a chance spitting it. We're hand to this young lady back here. What's your name? Lizzie. Lizzie. Lizzie's going to drink out of that cup. What would y'all think about that? Pretty disgusting, right? You wouldn't do it. Because you're exchanging bodily fluids, and that's what you do in sexual activity. You exchange bodily fluids, so you see how rampant it can go in terms of your sexual activity. This story is from the Washington Post. Uh, Abstinence-only education doesn't work, and we're still funding it. And the subheadline, I, I got to say, I disagree with it. It says, in theory, it's fine. In practice, it usually fails. I actually disagree with that con just completely. In theory, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. And in practice... It always fails. Well, I think what he's trying to say is because he mentions this in the article is that, look, when kids get real 
education, when they get real sex mm-hmm. education, they actually tend to be abstinent a lot more than if they get abstinence-only right. education. And so he's saying abstinence-only is a good way to not get pregnant, not get an STD, not get any of those things. Abstinence for a huge, like an abstinence, yeah, right. a person uh-huh. choosing abstinence, that's a great way to prevent all those things. However, if you're not, if you if you don't have the understanding to be abstinent, if you don't think about it ahead of time, if you just you just told just put that thing away, then it's a terrible then practice. It, we, and, and the thing is, like we know that, like it's so funny because it's a it, it's like study after study after study comes out, and in areas where abstinence only education is the primary focus of sex education, STDs go up, teen yeah. pregnancy goes up. It has a reverse effect sure. on exactly what it is yeah. that the abstinence-only education is trying to control for. Yeah, yeah. And it does it every time. And it's obvious. And we know it. And we're still like, well, we feel weird about our kids fucking. Yeah, here's the thing. Everybody feels weird thinking about other people fucking. Yeah. You only want to think about attractive people. Here's the only people you want to think about fucking. Attractive people you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you want to think about fucking. Exactly. You don't want to think about attractive people you do know. That's fucking weird. Like, Jim? Yeah. Like, no, that's no. weird, right? No. That's just like, yeah. what? No. It's attractive people you don't know. That's called porn. Yeah. Everyone likes that, even Ted Cruz. Yeah. It's universally <laughs> yeah, it's loved. Universally it's loved. universally loved. He hearts that on right. Twitter. And we don't want to think about our relatives fucking. No. We don't want to think about our kids fucking. We don't want to think about our parents fucking. But guess what? They're all fucking. They're all fucking at some point. Sure. And they need to do it. They need to fuck safe. It's just about fucking safe. I think that there is a real problem with religious people talking about sex. I think that they don't ever want to talk about it. They don't ever want to confront it. They don't ever want to think about it. There's a there's a big shame that comes with sex. And these people that grow up in religious households that have religious parents, they have a person in their life, an authority figure who's not willing to tell them about one of the most important things that happens in your life. What a, Sex what a, is yeah. one of the most important things that happens in your life because it can re- reproduce another you. It can make yeah. another fucking human, something you have to take care of. And so the problem is, is that these people are not giving you the knowledge you need and they're and they and they let the school system do it. But when the school when they come home from school and they're they're, they're churchgoers and the kids like, well, daddy, I learned to put my penis in a vagina today. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe this. You know, I can't believe what right. you're doing. And then they stop the school from doing it. And the school, you know, in a community feels that pressure, doesn't want to continue with it. We see all across the country. There's different places where they have abstinence only education. And he's saying, look, abstinence is fine, but once people know about it, they engage in abstinence way more often than if they if they if they just get told, right. put it away. The, you know, the other thing is that um, and I was, I've been thinking about this because my I've got a son who's t- 10 turning 11. He's got a cell phone, right? Sex education is more important now than it was when we were growing up. When we were growing up, our access to sexual content, mm-hmm. our access to sexual content was different than children's access to sexual content. Our kids have access to explicit sexual content Absolutely. at a way earlier age, yeah. way more explicit content, and way more varsity level shit. Yeah, like fucking like, A. Like, right? Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, I found a piece of pornography that was like, a, seriously, like it was torn from a magazine. 
It was a windblown picture of a fucking naked woman with her legs spread. It was fucking from like the early 80s, right? You couldn't even see anything. It was so fucking hairy down there. It was, a, it was either a Bush or a Harlem Globetrotter. She, she had a gremlin the difference, down there. Right? Yeah, it was a gremlin's ad. That became my most... You put most water on it, it gets bigger. You just pour the water on it. It's like... It doesn't multiply if you feed it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't feed it. Feed, feed it. it, right? It's an amuse-bouche, my dear. <laughs> oh, hold on. We'll get the palate cleanser before the black guy gets in here. <laughs> <laughs> but like that thing became my most prized possession sure. until my folks found sure. it, right? But now my brothers, have... my brothers had a box of porn that they found. And it was a box. <laughs> that's, it was a, a box of magazines. Yeah. And I remember seeing those magazines and being like, I feel funny down there. Like, you know, because you see these magazines, you're like, right. holy cow, look at that. That's a booby. Right. I seen the booby. It was amazing. It was it it's was revelatory. It was life changing. It is. I remember the same thing. It's, yeah. It is literally revelatory. Yeah. You're like, whoa! looks like yeah, that's amazing exactly. yeah like those first few images yeah. they will they'll be the last thing you think when you die yeah yeah <laughs> you know if you don't address it if you don't recognize kids are going to see it kids are going to have access to it. they're going to show it to each other they're going to watch videos you know and they're going to show those videos to each other and they're going to have their first fucking girlfriend they're going to be 12 or 13 years old and they're going to be like yeah i don't know like we went out on two dates and then i covered her in baby oil and fucked her in the ass yeah, like exactly. it's what you yeah. do you yeah. know i choke fucked her. yeah exactly yeah. right well, not when you're 12 there's that's a 13 literally yeah. impossible <laughs> literally impossible i choked her and fucked yeah. her that you can do <laughs> <laughs> your hands are too small at that age hey you're some yeah. big kids out yeah. there hey, you know like <laughs> are you put your forearm you know yeah, you know, right, yeah. rear it's, naked choke but like you've, you've got, it's so funny that like, we're still having this conversation in a world where these conversations are more important, where the, the age that they need to happen is way earlier, where kids where, need to learn how to yeah. navigate a whole series of sexual issues. See, so we didn't have to navigate, yeah. Yeah. you know, my experience with sex, like we got to ease into these sort of the idea of different kinds of sex and sexuality sure. as you were sort of exposed. But like now kids are like, the most advanced, craziest shit nobody does. Kids are seeing it when they're 10. They're seeing that shit. They're seeing shit that's fucking extra double plus varsity level shit yeah. when they're 10. Sure. And if they don't have the tools to navigate that, if they're what they're told is like, well, just don't have sex. And you're like, well, that's not, that doesn't seem, my phone tells me Siri says that's not how yeah. the world yeah. works. Yeah. And, and Siri says, give it to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, is that they're going to have this, they're going to have this image and it's more absurd today to give them this thing, the internet to say, here's the internet. Here's all its wonders. Here's all the wonders of sex, which is on the internet. Right. Don't do any of it. That's, yeah. that's so much more absurd than when we were young. Yeah. Right. It's so much more absurd because, you know, this person I think is right. The moment you start explaining the consequences of sex, the moment you start explaining what you know, what sex means to people, yeah. not just being objects, because what you're describing this, you know, this, this video is an object. It is. It's objectifying sex. It has nothing to do with the feelings of these people on how much they feel for each other to have sex together. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no feeling. I don't get that. There's no emoticon. That's going to make that <laughs> feel different. Where's the afterglow yeah, exactly. emoticon. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's not explaining the consequences of sex. It's just showing you the raw sex. Right. What you need now more than ever is an explanation of the, you know, all the emotional attachments right. that come exactly. with Exactly. Like yeah. they need to learn how to navigate all these different things way earlier. 
This head in your sand shit? Yeah. Head in your sand? Head hey, in, hey. We, is it my sand? Who's, who's sand? Well, it depends on what color the bush is, though. If Again, it's sandy I've seen colored, this on the If it's sandy colored, the head <laughs> in the sand makes sense. Because there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum. The, no life can come out of the rectum. The rectum is designed to get rid of death and waste. It's, it's designed for that one purpose. And the sodomites are cheering on and praising the rectum. This story is from the raw story. Uh, I don't know what that first word is because they bleep out the A. I think it's an A. I don't know what letter it is. Anyway, I'm going to take a a, a guess, a little shot in there. Faggots will burn in hell. Um, I thought it was fogots. It could have been fogots. Figots? Fogots. Well, they're going to burn in hell. That's all we know. Bible thumping West Virginia deputy invested for bullying gay teen on school bus. So this is kind of fucked up. I want to read what this guy actually said. So kid gets on the bus, right? Kid gets on the bus and he sits down. So and now, now, hold on a second. Let's 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 set the stage though, because it is according to a Facebook post by Nelson County Democratic Organization. They have the the people that are involved in this on the other side have not made a statement yet. Right. So this is an allegation from a Facebook post. That's true. So, and I, I also want to point out that the uh, city sheriff's deputy was in uniform um, when he made these comments, and that matters. Because when you when you're wearing your uniform, you sure. are representative, right? That's it's very clear. So this kid gets on the bus and he sits down, and this is what was said supposedly: "No faggot activity will be permitted on this bus." In my Bible, it states that faggots will burn in hell, and I will not condone it. And I have to say, like, I appreciate that he will not condone that faggots will burn in hell. <laughs> He said it. <laughs> he just That's said it. That's explicitly what he, he said. He did just say that. Faggots will, uh, in my Bible, faggot says faggots will burn hell. I will not condone it. I will it. not condone it. I'm glad that he's condemning that horrifyingly bigoted statement. I'm Absolutely. I, I know I'm sympathetic. That, right. I'm glad he's doing that in the position of his office. It's it's really kind of yeah. nice to see somebody stand up for something I'm decent. I'm just happy that the person doesn't know the English language. That <laughs> That's what I'm happy for. So this person unsuccessfully... Uh, he ran for crazy. Clay County Sheriff last year unsuccessfully. He was named in a civil lawsuit eight years ago. A Clay County man accused this guy of engaging in harassment in a harassment campaign after he asked the deputy to remove his boots when he came to pick up some items belonging to a mutual <laughs> relative. Fuck you and your white carpet, this guy told in a federal suit. The suit claims that this guy then beat the man with a flashlight and he says the deputy unlawfully stopped him multiple times and physically assaulted him over a period of months. Salt of the earth, this guy. What's crazy to me is with that history, he somehow passed the background check to drive a bus. I love the idea, too, that he's driving the bus dressed in his full cop uniform. Like... That'd be so weird like if you take showed your up uniform to work day, or right? I mean, like so weird. Like, like when else does that happen? Where you just like wear the uniform from one job to the other job? <laughs> but, especially if you work at two fast food. <laughs> <laughs> just think, like you're like in your McDonald's thing at Burger King, and they're just like, dude, we fucking told you about this, bro. Like, <laughs> I keep coming and asking fuck? for the wrong sandwich. <laughs> just confuses the customers. Guys, like, I want a Big Mac. So you're odd. not at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. 
If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This story is also from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Benham Brothers claim God used hurricanes on 9-11 to tell us to repent for LGBTQ rights. What? Uh, yeah. So here we go. Hurricanes on 9-11. Here we, this is a mess. I fucking hate these two knuckleheads. One of the things are that these we the heard. guys from HGTV? They are. Yeah, these two fucking knuckleheads. They're fucking chrome magnet looking ass motherfuckers. That one dude is fucking all brow. Yeah. He looks straight Neanderthal. Like, if yeah. he had a fucking club in his hand yeah. and a fucking loincloth, he could not look more Neanderthal. He looks like if you painted part of him, his face could be a foot. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that we heard a lot 16 years ago was rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. But the word we didn't hear was repent. Because it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have made sense. And it would have been insulting. Yeah. And nobody, well, who's going to say repent when, you know, because then that puts the blame on us for, for somebody else's some, murderous someone actions. Else, some other uh, religion's murderous actions. Because that puts the, that puts the, you know, not only puts the the blame on us in some way, right? Because now you're saying, oh, well, we we call we called that shit down on us. Right. We did the wrong things. We were godless or whatever. And, and like, how does that work? Like God yeah. uses 19 people from another country that from practice another, another religion, religion yeah. to fly over and sure. go. They have to like have this whole logistical fucking plan. And then all this support. God's God's mechanisms don't make any sense. I mean, especially if he's, especially because they're saying that he has the power of hurricanes. Just put a hurricane in New York. You're God. Yeah. You just knock the buildings down. Sure. You don't, like what makes me crazy is like, they always have to assume some naturalistic exactly. mechanism, yep. right? They So like God, who is literally made of magic, who created matter from nothing and light from nothing. God, who you know, who can summon magical volumes of rain from the sky that then disappear. And then what, like all this crazy fucking supernatural bullshit, but then they always have to have some weird naturalistic mechanism that we have dozens of explanations for how sure. they exist yeah. and where they're going to go. Yeah. And you know, like we know all that. Yeah. So, but that's his mechanism. Like that's what it does. A tool he has to use. Yeah. Or when every people. problem is or, a sin or people. Yeah. Yeah. When every problem is a sin, the only tool you have is a hurricane. Is that how that or works? 19 hijackers. Or 19 hijackers or whatever the fucking tragedy du jour happens yeah, exactly. to be. As a nation, if you would have told us back then in 2001 that in 2017, we would be have a lower have a crime hurricane? rate. Have a lower crime right? rate. And have less a, teen pregnancy. Less teen pregnancy. What right. else? Um, that we would be on our way to flooding the globe. Because we don't care about global warming. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? what? Where are we going? We would in 2001. We wouldn't have never predicted 2017 because yeah. we're fucking bad at predicting things. He's probably going to say that we invented gay people after 2001. And that's an accurate statement. Be completely redefining what gender means. What? 
Wait, who's redefining what gender means? Nobody's redefining what gender means. Are it's we not redefining a thing. what gender means? No. We're just we're being tolerant and accepting of the fact that there's more than two genders. Two genders. I almost said one. That yeah. would have been weird. There is more than one gender. There there's is. also more than two. That's true. So and it doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter. How much does it matter to you I how many genders there are? I never think of it. I yeah. literally never how think about it. How much time do you spend and thinking I've, about gender? And I've never been corrected by anybody. I've never had anybody look at me and be like, you know, be just be an asshole about it. Yeah, I've right. never had anybody be an asshole to me about Shocking. it. Not Shocking. Shocking how time. little it comes up. And we interact with trans people on a far greater rate than other people. Yeah, because of our... A connection to the community. Exactly. The show. Because yeah. of a connection to the community. And I've never had anybody be a jerk about it. Not one time. These people are so crazy about, oh, well, what's going to happen if they, if, if, if somebody identifies as this, how does it affect you? Yeah. Like, who cares how they identify? Well, does it matter? It doesn't matter how somebody identifies. And I know that they're going to, we're going to get the email. It's going to be like, well, Jordan Peterson says, yeah, who cares? First of all, the man's a liar. Well, well, and 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 he even is. if what he's saying is true, even if what he's saying is true, that somebody can, you know, somebody is going to sue you because you use the wrong pronoun. Just don't ever use a pronoun. What? Yeah. I, just call people by their just name. Just call people by their name. It's not hard. It's not. It's literally the easiest thing we do. Just don't use a pronoun. How often do I call you by he? How often? It'd I mean, be weird. Yeah, right? Hey, he. it's like it's like talking about yourself in the third person. It's just weird. It Nobody is. does that. I guess like obliquely, <clears throat> if I were talking about you but not to you, and you were there, yeah. and I said, "Oh, that's his," and I misgendered you, yeah, by accident, and then you corrected me, it would be very easy to say, "Oh, I'm I'm very sorry." And it always would stop there. Or you could just be like, well, I don't, I don't want to call you that. I don't want to, I don't, and you could have some stupid, bigoted, shitty reason, but all you have to do is just say, okay, well, from now on, I'm just going to say that's Cecil's, not right. his. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's literally the easiest solution to a non-existent problem. They just, they just keep on compiling it. The two major problems that they have is one, they don't want to have to change their pronouns. And that's the other so one easy. is the bathroom. Yeah. And neither, both of them are non-issues. They're total non-issues. The real, real, real problem is they don't want to go, they don't want to wind up dating somebody and finding a people. Do you think, do you think how, do you think that's, that's it? I think that's the real problem. Do I think really that think is, I think that's the deep underlying problem with people having problem with gender. I think the deep underlying problem is, is that it confuses them. It confuses me. I'm confused by your gender and now I'm feeling weird about it. That's what I, yeah, I think the okay. problem is. You know, I think it makes yeah. that gives them the weird feelings and yeah. they don't like feeling weird. I just don't think about other people like that. I don't think about it. If, if I run into somebody who is transgender, I use hopefully use the pronoun correctly. I do my best to be as civil as possible in that regard, trying right. to be careful about who they are and who they identify as. And that's it. Yeah. That's the extent of my concern it's, about that. It's just so easy to act with general goodwill. And then if you're wrong, and then you just say, I am sorry. And then that's it. And everybody's cool. Like everybody's cool about it, right? Like, I mean, I've never, I've never encountered anybody where where it's where there's ever been any kind of an issue of any kind. The only but time I've I, ever I seen somebody be a jerk is when somebody comes in with guns blazing. When they choose to yeah, call well, you, sure, but you know, then, they're choosing yeah. to call. The trans person, him, yeah. when they know it bothers yeah. them. Well, then that trans person's not being a jerk. The trans person just is just defending asserting, themselves. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just right? defending themselves. Exactly. 
marriage means, what sexuality means. No, nobody's saying anything about what sexuality means. Uh, and people fucking boys have been doing butt stuff for a long time with each other. <laughs> so you know, we, we fucking uncovered an ark in 2001 <laughs> like with the, a fucking cup and right? an ark and a bunch of Nazis got their face burned off. And then we discovered uh, the butt stuff. <laughs> like the buildings fall down and two girls look at each other. It's like, yeah, I need your pussy. Yeah. You know, I'm just, it's so weird because that building. And then I'm just like, God damn, I eat your pussy. <laughs> People wouldn't even be standing for the anthem and, and there'd be riots and protests in our streets. There what were, do you think about that standing for the anthem thing? What do you think about that? When, uh, when those people uh, don't stand for the anthem? I don't care at all. doesn't bother me either. Yeah. What do I, I care, care if they stand for the anthem? I literally can't even understand why anybody cares that somebody else. First of all, I think I do think that like this crazy overblown nationalistic bullshit that seems to be endemic primarily to America is weird. Yeah. Like I think hanging America flags everywhere I and think fucking he, bald eagles shoved up our ass all the time is weird. I think he's right though. In 2001, I think it would be very hard to imagine someone not is, standing yeah, no, for yeah. the, for the, because, because in 2001, that uh, there, there, it would, it would be the farthest thing from your mind because it felt like an attack on America. So you feel like, you know, that there you, needs you feel to be defensive. This, you feel defensive, but we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> and here's the thing. When, when, when that represents to someone an oppressive culture, why, why do you expect them to just fall in line? What you're saying is, well, you know, you might as well just be saying, you know, you guys had it pretty good under slavery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, right. That's, that's embedded. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I get, I get the fucking big weirds when I see like all that, like, yeah, super nationalistic shit. Yeah, like I just, shit. it's like you didn't like almost to a T, almost to a person. It's like you didn't choose this. Yeah, you were born and by accident of birth. And the other thing too, Who the that, fuck you crap. Yeah, that's that's the big one. And the other piece is, you know, all this, you know, all this faux patriotism. But you see, and you're like, you didn't do anything for it. You right. aren't doing anything to protect it except for propagating it. Yeah, well, you, you're not you, protecting yeah, it right. anyway. You didn't earn it. Yeah. Right? You didn't earn it. And you're not doing anything to make it, you know, better again. or your Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just you just here. Yeah. Your whole contribution to this thing is that you just didn't leave yet. Yeah. Well, big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm excited about that. I'm not excited about that. Yeah, that's, that's like being born in a sports jersey you never took. Right. Off. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's exactly it. It's like... Well, I fucking love the <laughs> dolphins. The, Say the dolphins because you don't like dolphins, and people will send us the messages. Dolphins. The dolphins. I love the dolphins, yeah. and I, they're like really good at their team sport. <laughs> so, team sport. <laughs> are they baseball or football? They're football. Okay, yeah. The Marlins. The Marlins are the, Marlins are the, are the baseball, baseball one. Yeah. yeah, both from the same area. Yeah, Florida-ish, I think. Right. Okay. From Florida the Marlins, from the, the Florida Marlins, and the Miami Dolphins. So, okay. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going. I think it's that. Florida Marlins, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know. Jacksonville has a team. Yeah, Jaguars. They can't afford the that. Jaguars. They, I've been to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, you can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> you should build a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you Your know, city is so you gross. Know who, you know who doesn't have a, a, have pro, a, a pro football team? team? A who? pro football team. I don't. I don't know that they have a pro sports team. I'm trying to think. Is Iowa? Iowa. I do not think <laughs> Iowa has a pro well, sports wait a minute. team. Does Idaho? Is there a Boise 
No, I don't think Idaho make, has anything. Montana, what about the Boilermakers? Boise Boilermakers? Montana, no. Nothing in Montana. So Wyoming have anything? Wyoming, no. <laughs> There's a lot of these states that have nothing. Uh, Any of the Dakotas? Oregon, I don't think, has anything. Portland has Portland. the Trailblazers. Trailblazers, that's ah! right. Ah, you got I it. I yeah, got one. I knew something. So Portland, I didn't know Portland was in Oregon. So. <laughs> I only know because I had family out there and the Bulls uh, were winning their their uh, New Mexico free throw games or whatever a lot. So New Mexico, Albuquerque's no Albuquerque's no. <laughs> that's not a team. Nothing. No. What's the what's the other one by New Mexico? Uh, Does uh, Nevada have anything? Arizona. Oh, there's Arizona teams. There's Arizona teams. Phoenix has a team. What um, about Nevada? Los and Las Vegas. No. Oh, they have a hockeying team. Because do, do they, the, yeah, the, like my the company just bought one. Yeah. My company bought one. The Black Knights? I don't know. That sounds racist. The White Knights? <laughs> that sounds they're, even more they're, racist. They're, they only play <laughs> hockey to sleep with women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> Zero percent success rates. <laughs> yeah, their time in the net is pretty low. Uh, white supremacists with torches in their hands and Antifa bullying and beating people into comas. Wait, what? That's the thing. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So the, all the white supremacists are doing is just standing there with torches. The torches, but the other people are beating people into comas. True story. Yeah. Not a true story. There was actually somebody who was posting a ton of pictures after Charlottesville and after a couple other rallies of white supremacists, like posting them on Twitter and saying, this person isn't, is, they're showing pictures of them like literally beating people with sticks, just fucking hauling off and knocking people down with sticks and beating the shit out of them. And they were posting them all over the internet yeah. to try to get people to, so that they could. But those white supremacists fucking beat the shit out of people, man. Well, because they're fucking evil. Because they're awful human That's beings. That's what evil but, people do. But, you know, like he doesn't mention that. All he mentions is that they have a fucking tiki torch in there. Right. I wonder yeah. what side you're on. I wonder what side you're on. Yeah. Oh, wait, the, the blonde white guy? Yeah, the blonde white guy. I, I wonder, wonder what, too. I wonder what side Toe had over <laughs> I would have I would have said there's no way that would happen in this country. And so today there's a message from God for us. What's well, the point of his this brother? Is, this guy's got athlete's face. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody walks up to him and sprays some tough acting to neck in his eyes. They just boom. <laughs> they just keep powdering him. <laughs> Put a sock over his face. My eyes have jock uh, itch. Is that possible? What I love is that his brother hasn't said anything except for just he just keeps looking back and forth like, is it my turn yet? He's like, is this thing on? He's like, is this thing on? He's like the dog you throw stuff for and it keeps looking at you. It's like, did you let go of it? Because I didn't see where it went. Do you still have it? I don't know where it's at. Well, and actually it was yesterday because in our Bible reading from yesterday on the schedule that we were on, Psalm 104 was our reading. And listen to what verse four says. It says, God, he makes the winds his messengers. So God is speaking through the wind. And now we have just yesterday, Hurricane Irma touching land in Florida. And God. Yeah, but what about before that? Yeah. When Hurricane Irma touched uh, uh, Cuba and Hurricane Irma touched Puerto Rico yeah. and Hurricane Irma touched like the the Barbuda and the whatever. fucking yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Virgin Islands, islands and. Cause it touched, it fucking bad touched yeah. the shit out of those islands. Oh, yeah. It yeah. fucking bad touched St. Yeah. Martin, but but those don't count. Yeah. And Puerto Rico doesn't count because it's like it's like diet light America or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter because uh, it didn't have consent. I know why it matters now. Oh, Florida is America's Wang, right? And until you get to the Wang, 
It's all foreplay. It's all just foreplay. It's just it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. He's, he's got Basically, me. that's the rapper. <laughs> God is speaking, saying, I'm making the wind my messengers. And throughout the rest of that, uh, the next few verses in Psalm 104, it talks about the waters of the flood and how God then pulled back the waters from the flood and he set waters uh, in their boundaries and he made the land boundaries for the water. Can you, well, can you, can you imagine walking through life and thinking this? <laughs> can you imagine that you're every day, you're just like, yeah. And then there was no, like, like instead of just, you know, surface tension, there's God. Can you imagine God would be like, I just got to draw this one coastline before I go to bed. I just got to, I got to make sure I get it just to right. What, what defines the difference between water and not water? Land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh fucking literally what else would yeah. do it? A slope. You uh, know? For it's like a slope. The goes- fuck is wrong with you? And now what we see with Hurricane Irma and any other hurricane, the most dangerous thing is not the wind. The most dangerous thing is the storm surge. And what we've always seen that. What does that even mean? That's, but that but it's 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 just saying like the flooding is worse than the wind. So what? I don't know. Well, because what I what Okay, well, you were just talking about the wind being part of God. Yeah, but then they said later in that same psalm that water was also something to pay attention to. So, God, I think, was hedging his bets with right? two of the elements, the old timey <laughs> elements. We also don't have fire and prime or whatever. Oh, prime. <laughs> what a storm surge is, is when the waters breach their boundaries. And when they breach their boundaries, we get a chance to see what type of havoc they can create. And we see that morally and spiritually in America today, the boundaries that God has put out for us morally. Like slavery. We should, we should own slaves. It's in there. Because it's right there. So we should have those. And and and, and we're breaching that boundary today. Tom. Well, you know, and also we haven't sacrificed any bulls on an altar That's recently. That's true. Wet- Damp bulls. It, it, well, they they got a little bit of water. They on get them. that way sometimes. Sometimes after. you get a little swass on your bulls. <laughs> Are for our flourishing and for his best in our lives. And when we say that gender, there is no boundary. Or when we say that sexuality, there is no boundary. Nobody. Who, so who's saying those things? Are we saying, are, are, is anybody really saying that there are no boundaries to gender? There are no boundaries to sexuality? I mean, there's a, there's a length of your cock. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, like, I can't fuck someone from across the room. There's a boundary. There's a boundary. There's a boundary. Right. It's space, time. Those things like, are between it, us. It's just like, I hate that shit. Not between us, but well, between, not, yeah, between me no, and the theoretical. between us, buddy. Between the theoretical person and me. The, the, the theoretical person that would have sex with me. <laughs> that is a theoretical That's a theory. person. It's a theory. Jesus. It's like, it's one of those. It's a real road. doll. It's like That's a not a theory. person. Yeah. That's a, it's a silicone, it's silicone well, a person. I put her on a Roomba. She moves around the room. Did you, by the way, did you see the story that has been circulating this past week about the dude who's like, I was on TV or whatever, um, who's got like a super fancy sex doll, like a real doll and it's talks and stuff mm-hmm. and they can set it to family mode and it'll like, like give out like trivial pursuit facts or something. And like, he has it in his living room and his kids interact with it. And it's like a whole thing with his children and his wife. And it like, I know, I know. What? I know. What? It's that weird, dude. What? It's that weird. What? And it's like, he's like, what yeah. they fill in the vagina? I, I You can set it. How With do you, something. How do you set something that you bought to fuck its face to it's like, family mode? It's like, it's like taking your flashlight out and putting a deck of cards in it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, 
or using this is, or using like a vase for flowers. Yeah, honey, I brought you these flowers. You, you, you come uh, home and the vibrator's a butter dish. <laughs> like, that's not. Wait a minute. That's the vibrator. There's a pubic hair in the butter. No. <laughs> the kids are misbehaving. So you fucking put them in a spreader bar. And they're just like, man, I fucking, who's going to run away from me now, you little shit? At this point, you're just repurposing something, <laughs> you know? But it's like, it's like a whole that is, face having that's thing. A, that's, that's the a, thing. Like that's the whole, a weird. And why would it even yeah. have a family what I, mode just set it it's to? It's whole time. It looks really surprised. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, your wife comes in, honey, your friend is so surprised all the time. <laughs> well, it's like, it's so funny because in the article, the wife's like, yeah, I like it. And like, she's, she's fun. She has like spice to the bedroom. And it's like, how do you look over at your wife and be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this doll for a while. <laughs> I, I don't want to walk on anybody's kink, but that's like fucking a corpse. <laughs> It's like a 46 pound corpse you gotta drag around and you're like moving it around from place to place. It's like fucking weekend at Bernie's. Like it's, it's just like, not fun. You just look over like all judgy and like, hey, you won't do butt stuff, but she will. <laughs> I don't know why you'd make that sound. You would. Because <laughs> you're Popeye, you're like, skip skies, he's killing Dido. Who does that during butt stuff? <laughs> She's like, ah, go, 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 go. That's why I keep a can of spinach by the bed. It makes it bigger. <laughs> You're never strong to the finish. <laughs> when we, I, kinda, I always go to the end. It's like, I limp at the finish. <laughs> Say that marriage can be whatever you want it to be. We are breaching the boundaries of God. And we as a country on the anniversary of 9-11, 16 years after that horrific a terrorist act took place in our country. God is speaking. Repent. Yes, you've rebuilt, but it's time to repent. Actually, because they, it, there's still just two big holes in the ground, <laughs> to be entirely fair. No, absolutely. There world, there's still one, there's one there's yeah. World Trade Center tower, the yeah. one world. I've been in there. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. But like, there's two real big holes in the ground. Yeah, where there's like an infinity fountains or whatever. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's actually a really cool monument. Beautiful. It's yeah. a really cool monument. I've been there. Yeah. What's really neat is they have electronic finders for people's name. So you can find someone's oh. name electronically. Like there's a way to go over and like, like type in someone's name and it'll be like, he's on or she's on X2. And you just walk over oh, and you can find of, their that's, name. That's nice. Yeah. And uh, the building, there's, there's a museum that we did not go into, but there's a museum on it that looks like the, the tower has toppled. I don't know if you saw that museum there. Uh -uh, no. Um, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it looks like one of the towers that fell. It's it's really an amazing It's beautiful. Site. It's a beautiful. It's really, yeah. Memorial? Yeah, it's a memorial. memorial. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's big holes in the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's not rebuilt. Because the damage is when the boundaries are removed and that storm surge of moral corruption comes in. They're really belaboring this metaphor really are. so hard. They, really they want this to work, but it's not. It's just not. <laughs> Honey. You don't like gay people, man. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This is great. This is from salon.com. This is uh Lance Wallaby. Uh, he claimed that uh 
you can claim that, that you can stop a uh, a hurricane with prayer, and he did pray, um, and he said he stopped it, mm. but it didn't actually stop. So that's no, sort of it did, it did, it Tom. did eventually. It, no, it actually you gotta hear what he no, says. No, it actually went on shore and <laughs> dissipated. That's exactly what happened. I mean, like, like let's like not it always does, yeah. as opposed to the hurricane that's still there from last year. It's still just spinning There's like a dog and a woman in a dress and a fucking house and a witch with weird stockings all flying through the air. I mean, they all, they all dissipate. You know, it's awesome. They all do. I'm watching this thing and I'm always thinking like, man, hurricane must suck. We get tornadoes up here and that's not fun. Tornadoes right. are unpleasant, yeah. not fun. And I'm watching this fucking thing. The entire fucking place is under a tornado warning. Until, and I'm like, wait. You got a hurricane. <laughs> Why you get tornadoes too? <laughs> so do they get tornadoes they in their they hurricanes? They get tornadoes as well. They get Is tornadoes that like peanut and butter and your chocolate? <laughs> I'm happy for what we were able to see happen with uh, the hurricane in Florida. I know there are people that are saying. They're going to kick him out of the public library where he's <laughs> recording this. He's recording. He's, he's seriously recording he's like, the public he's, library. He's exactly in that spot during Ghostbusters where the latest. <laughs> Except the ectoplasmus is semen yeah. deposits. <laughs> He's going to get kicked out for two reasons. Oh, boy. We have a lot of devastation, Lance. I know there's a lot of flooding. Jacksonville. Someone, I was going to pray for Jacksonville the other night, but I thought, oh, it's always on the, it's on the right side. I mean, it's in the East Coast. Don't worry about it. But... Uh, and and so you didn't, and they flooded. <laughs> You're an asshole, <laughs> Jesus, Lance. Well, God's up there, like, what? I can Lance didn't tell me he didn't want me to hit Jackson. Lance, you gotta land this plane. <laughs> I'm just gonna send that hurricane in willy nilly unless you tell me where it's got to go, boy. It's flooding. Now it's not flooding over there in Tampa in that area. It's very strange. But I'm telling you, this hurricane went where the Everglades is instead of where Miami is. It's like boom, prayer moved it. It was the best of all things, considering if you have to have a hurricane. It was yeah, but why do we have to have one if your magic sky man could make it do stuff? I know. I, you don't have to have a hurricane. Is it a devil cane? Like the devil's just strong? Like, well, it's going to happen. You may as well enjoy it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Probably the best scenario. And then right between Tampa and Orlando. I kept seeing, is it going to hit Tampa? No, it skirted right between Tampa and Orlando. It, sure, it, it brushed both, but it, it would have devastated either city. No, it wouldn't have. It lost all its power once it hit the ground. Once it went made landfall, it really turned, it very quickly turned into a tropical storm right. after that. Which is commonly what happens with hurricanes. Yeah. The, it, it, the it's just the, what happens. And whenever they make those predictions, whenever they show those things, they're always talking about it being very powerful, but it has to be in the water for right, it to be Because that's what feeds that's it. That's what, yeah. As soon as it makes, okay, just play. That's this where all the idea. demons are. The oh, demons get they come up from the water and uh, they get fed into over it. there. I went from category five to a four to a three to a two. That's what happens. It's, well, it can't. That's how you count down from five. Oh my god! <laughs> what would be the alternative? An infinite hurricane? <laughs> For real? For real? Just the hurricane's just like fuck you. This is my house now, yeah, bitch, yeah. and it just sits there. It just stays there indefinitely. What is the planet that has the infinite hurricane? There's there's a couple of them because there's big, but Jupiter the has eye, that. Right? Jupiter that has the, Jupiter has the big red spot. Yeah, yeah okay. That's all. Well, but it's weird because it's it's not just at once every month. It's throughout <laughs> the entire <laughs> the entirety of its existence, not existence. Actually, I think it's only been up there for been observed for 187 years. So okay, 
That's a so that, that that would be would something. Be a long storm. That would that be, would be a right. difficult place to be. I would be like, okay, you but have my attention. In order to have that here, you would need our planet to be Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. And it's just hard. Hold on, I'm not an, I'm not an astrologer. Astrologer. <laughs> I know that they, I know that people are like I said about saying Lance. People had a lot of loss. They're texting us. It's an amazing intervention of God, and we have to praise God. We've got to rise up and not not be all constantly saying, oh, the hurricane's from God. Oh, it's judgment on America. Stop it. We have to take our place to protect the nation. And that- Wait, hold on a second. What? Now it's not? Now he's, now he's attacking He's uh, attacking the people we Jim just heard Baker. of. He's talking about Jim Baker, too, because well, Jim Baker constantly says oh, yeah. that it's judgment on America. Well, plus those two num- well, numbskulls we just listened to. That, yeah, yeah. He's, he's counteracting them. Well, maybe he's, he's is he praying against them? Here's the thing too, like if if a hurricane mm, is going with this, yeah. God's judgment, yeah. and you pray against it, are you working against God? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And can you do that by prayer? So in other words, like you pray and God's like, well, I want this thing to happen. You're like, well, I prayed, and it's got like, oh, it's so confusing because I'm supposed to answer your prayer, but I don't want to. But I don't want to because I wanted to send yeah. this hurricane because to indiscriminately really... displace people. We have nothing to do with gay rights. I was really interested in, in the South. This <laughs> we, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. Oh, I think this is awful. This story disgusts me. This story is fucking horrifying. This is from the Metro.co.uk. This is fucking awful. Pope Francis, is, Pope Francis persuades acid attack victim not to go through with euthanasia. Um, so there was there's a woman who um, was burned by her partner. Uh, 17 years ago with an, an acid attack. She's burned so terribly that she has to breathe through a straw. She can't consume food other than liquid food that God she damn. also has to consume through a straw. She has to wear a mesh bodysuit at all times. Um, she can't walk around in the world. She found out relatively recently that it is getting worse from there. Um, and so when she found even more uh, terrible medical news, she made a decision. Yeah, she, there's a, something wrong with her brain. There was a right. She had a, a, an infection. A brain, in brain infection. Yes. And so she was like, you know what? Enough is enough. And she made the decision to 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 go through with euthanasia. And she asked uh, the pope, pope fucking liver spots or whatever, to bless this decision. And he was like, no, you have a lot to live for. And that's kind of the thrust of his advice. Sure. Easy to fucking say. When you're not fucking breathing through a straw, sure. asshole. Sure. Easy to fucking say when you can eat solid food. Easy to fucking say when you live a pampered fucking existence where your every fucking whim is catered to by a team of people in your magical fucking city walled off from the rest of reality. Easy to fucking say when you don't have a fucking brain infection. Easy to fucking say when you're not walking around in a fucking mesh body outfit because some fucking vengeful dipshit poured acid on your body and ate away and chewed through your skin and disfigured you forever. Yeah. Easy fucking position to take, you fucking coward. I I will say that if this person is finding meaning in life and they want to go on, good for them. I, uh, you know, that this is a, this is a difficult life to live way, dif- way more difficult than anything I could possibly imagine yeah. this life that they're leading. So I don't know what they're going through. I know, I know the limits of my own, my own life and how, how bleak everything would look to me, but I'm not, I'm not living their life. And they had a conversation where he said, the thing that makes me crazy about this is that the Pope 
she she went to the Pope. She's going through all this stuff. And she says, hey, will you bless me? And when she asked, he, he, she, she changed her mind and she told the media, quote, he said no. He said he was not going to do it. He told me that I was very brave and very pretty and that changed my life. Now I want to live. Now, him saying no is the thing. I understand that there's a mortal sin stuff that they say where, yep. you know, like you, right. you, you can't kill yourself. You shouldn't kill yourself. And they have this weird fetish about not killing yourself. Right. That's big. It's a mm-hmm. big deal. Yep. to them. I'm not living in her body, but man, what an awful thing to be like. I'm not, I, I know it's your will. I know it's your, I know you're going through a tough time, but I'm not going to bless that. I'm not going to say. Yeah. That's the problem I have yeah. is like, he has no fucking idea. How to res- I mean, he just doesn't. He yeah. just doesn't know how to yeah. respond to this experience. Nobody knows how to respond to this experience. The only thing I can think as an appropriate response would be for him to say, you know, something like, look, this is a deeply personal decision that is yours and yours alone. Yeah. And if you need help or counsel or guidance, that is what we're here for. Yeah. You know, you can't, th- this idea like that this motherfucker is going to tell her yeah. she has a lot to live yeah. for. And the worst part about this in the, this entire story the acid attack by this guy left her so injured that she had to wear a mesh bodysuit at all times. Oh. But he just served one month in prison. How? How is that even a thing? How is that even a thing? I just, it just blows me away. This is one of those stories you... I, I had to go... I had to walk away from this story. Yeah. It's one of those stories that you read. You open up the story. You start to read it. And you're just like, sorry, I got to close this for a minute. I and find I'm these not acid even, attack stories like this I'm a not lot. even living this life. Yeah, I'm not even right. living it. I'm just reading about it. And I had to stop. This story is from Indy100.com. I love this story. This is a great story. It's got a, it's got an awful element to it because somebody's behaving badly, but the response is beautiful. Woman attacks Sikh politician for supporting Sharia law. Just nonsense. His response is flawless. I totally agree. This guy handled this like oh, a fucking. It's fucking champ. It's, it's genius. He's an absolute champ. I don't want to play the 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 no. thing for you because most of the time you can't hear her. Yeah. Because she's just shouting. You have to see the captions. Right. Basically, what she's screaming is, "Hey." We're not we're not going to deal with the Sharia law in this country. You know, she she's up in his face. He's in the front of a crowd and she just gets right in his face and starts screaming at him, trying to steal the mic from him, basically saying, we know your ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. We know all this stuff. And she's saying it to a Sikh, which is so indicative of that horrifying ignorance. Yeah. Right. It's it's so funny, like to see that Islamophobia spill out. Um, uh, it passed its fucking sure. boundaries. Yeah. Like to yeah. borrow a term from those two other idiots earlier. Yeah. This guy, I love. I love. By the way, his name is Jamit Singh, and he has Jamit and greets. I love that so much. He's a Canadian politician. So yeah, of course they're doing it better than we are. Um, yeah, that's so funny. And he he stops this woman. This woman saying stuff. And he just takes the mic and he's like, look, what do we believe in? We believe in love and courage, right? Hey, everybody, love and courage. And he gets people to chant love and courage with him. Right. And they're all just chanting. And she's just like fuming because she can't can't get him to engage her. And he's like, look, I love you. I just want people to know I love you. And I want you. He says, 
We don't want hatred during a positive event, right? We don't want hatred during a positive event. Let's show people how we treat someone with love. Yeah. And then he's like, he's saying, every, he says, he's like, he turns to the crowd. He's like, we support you to this woman who's yelling at him. We support you. We love you. Love and courage. We support you. Yep. We love you. Love and courage. And she's just like, hmm, Muslim Brotherhood? Yeah. Like, she, like yeah. she's like, her anger just peters out and she just pieces. And, and she, she just leaves. She just leaves eventually. But you know, owned by that. He doesn't, she, the people who just, I understand the frustration with it, with, uh, with Islam, right? I understand the yeah, frustration Islam's with it. A horrible I think set it's of a ideas. horrible set of ideas. Um, but the people who are afraid of it, the people who fear it, yeah. the people who are yeah. afraid, they're the worst ones. Those are the ones that you got to watch out for. The ones that are afraid of it and the ones that are trying to make you afraid of it. Those are the worst ones. You shouldn't be afraid of Islam. You shouldn't be afraid of that set of ideas. You should combat it. You should say, it's a terrible set of ideas. But you should never be spreading fear of Islam. You should never be saying, we need to be afraid of these people. Right. You don't need to do that. As soon as I'm afraid of something, that thing I'm afraid of has the power. Yeah. Right? I've granted it power uh, over my thoughts, over my emotional responses to things. I don't want to give it that. And I'm going to act irrationally right. toward it. Exactly. I'm going to act right. in an irrational way. Don't be yeah. afraid of it. Right. Call it a bad idea. Say, you know what? Sharia law is a bad idea. Of course, it's terrible. It's it's you know when they when they, they have these fucking like ghost squads and shit in other countries, yeah, and then the they they, they hurt they hurt other yeah. people for fucking complete non issues. They injure other people. They sure. they they damn they cut they off behead they behead people. people. They cut, cut off hands off. off. Yeah. They beat women. You know, yes, those places where where the rule of law is based in an, in a uh, in the Quranic culture there. Is a it's a bad it's, thing. It's it's, 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 a, it's an objective bad thing. Yeah, yeah, but to be afraid of it means that that you're going to do things. You're going to be at the same level as it. Yeah, and you're showing everybody in the world that you're just a terrified person. And the best part is, she's so scared that she can't even understand that the man isn't even Muslim. Yeah, she doesn't even check. She she doesn't. She's just she's just identifying. She just racially profiles. Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. Or, not yeah. racially, yeah, but she but just profiles. She just profiles. Yeah. So we want to thank our patrons. We want to thank all our patrons, of course, but we want to thank our most recent patrons, Kara, Glenda, JD, Amber, Kelly, Ryan, Jeff, Rasmus, Chargio, Ashley, Panic, Amy, Slam Nasty, <laughs> Fat Girl Ballet, Blind Skeptic. And we got a weird message today from Patreon. This is weird. This normally doesn't happen, but this was unpronounceable. And I clicked on it. It's actually an audio file I want to play. So this is another patron All that right, we got. Let's listen. Hey, Tom and Cecil. Glory Hole. My name's Levi. And about a year and a half ago, I met an amazing woman. But it wasn't until a few weeks later that I realized just how special she was. We were driving back from a weekend trip. And the idiot part of me decided to do what I'd normally do while driving. So before I could chicken out, I threw on your latest episode. My stomach was in knots, but it wasn't long before she was laughing her ass off at abortion jokes. And I still remember thinking, I'm falling in love with this person. So the reason I'm calling is that right here on this live recording, in front of the entire Cognitive Dissonance family, I want to say this. Tamara, I know you're not perfect. You're beautifully flawed like all humans but no one will ever know how perfect you are to me. 
as long as I have life, I want to live it with you as my partner. Will you marry me? Okay, sweetheart, now we got to come up with a proposal story that we can actually share with people. We can't tell anybody about this shit. Okay, I don't want to give you too many notes here, Levi. But starting a proposal with... (laughs) I know you're not perfect. (laughs) I would just... Here's what I would do, Levi. Go back to the drawing board. (laughs) You know, that would be like if you gave her the ring and she looked at it and was like, let's talk about the flaws in this diamond. You'd be like, let's talk about how this is a returnable item. (laughs) Like, oh, Levi, congratulations. I am uh, I am ecstatic for you. I and, think right now we don't know sure. how it goes, so oh, let's I go think, with this. I think it'll be fine. Congratulations. It's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be fine. She's going to say yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's congratulations, great. Congratulations, guys. And, Squirrel uh, away some money. And uh, let us Just know <laughs> Let us know when, you're, uh, when your wedding is, and we'll send a cognitive dissonance donut and Danish to you. Oh. Yeah. Donut. You know what we should do? We should have a kind of distance wedding dress on our merch page. We should. It's only eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> we, we sold one unit. We sold one of them. So uh, we got a message from John. A bunch of people sent this to us this week. Um, this is an image that says, "Come to Chicago." No tornadoes, no hurricanes, no earthquakes, no major fires in almost 150 years. Just great pizza, a shit ton of shootings, and a shit ton of taxes. And that's fucking true. true. That is fucking true. We got an image from Aaron, uh, this a Trump great. image, a Trump image that we're going to post on this week's show. Notes. It's hilarious. It's so good. Got a message from uh, Jocelyn. This is so gross, and Jocelyn. Jocelyn sent in this image of I guess in Australia, they spell they spell flavor wrong, which is weird. But they also have Neapolitan M and M's, and they look like they're different colors on the outside. I wonder if they're different flavors on the inside. I don't know, and Chocolate. I'll never know because I would never eat these. Yeah. I would just, I mean, I eat M and M's one at a time, so I don't know what the big deal is anyway. That you're basically scooping one individual flavor. You, wait a minute, do you really? Yeah, you one. never get a nice food funnel full of M and M's. You never just open the, you know, like slit one end of the bag and then you open the other end of the bag like a beer bomb and just, just let them go shit. into your mouth. Really? That's not how you do it. Yeah. You eat M and M's one at a time. I don't like to have more than thirty or forty <laughs> filling my like each cheek just, unit. You're like a fuck. You just like fall asleep with them in your mouth. So many of them in my mouth. It's like brown chocolate spit water dripping down my pour it down your face. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) The bag says for sharing with myself. I went back and forth again with uh, Dan about Kekistan. One of the things that I think Tom and I want to talk about is. I think where your argument falls apart is where you put a di- uh, you put in a dichotomy where we need to choose sides. I do not agree that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. We can be opposed to both Antifa and the alt-right, but neither offer us a world we want to live in. And then he, he equates uh, Antifa and alt-right to rapists and child rapists and saying they're both basically bad. The thing is, is that on the one side, you have people who are saying genocide is cool. I totes want genocide. And then on the other side, you have people who say, I don't like people who want genocide. Yeah. I I have not heard uh, anything about this uh, Antifa before white supremacists started coming back on the on the scene. I had I had not heard. You know, I know that you make a, a bunch of assumptions about what Antifa wants and how Antifa is going to you know try to come after us after the alt right is gone. And somehow like the alt right is there to protect us. I don't know if that's what you're saying. 
the alt-right is there as sort of what they're going after now. But once the alt-right is gone and once the Nazis are gone, they're going to come after, I guess, the rest of society. But wouldn't just society just be like, no, I don't understand what the what the deal is. I, I also think like I, I'm I am against Nazis and white supremacists existentially. Yeah. Right. I, I am I am against that from a point of the very existence of the concepts themselves, sure. right? I do not oppose Antifa conceptually or from an existential standpoint. I, I oppose them when they use violence. Sure. So I don't care if Antifa exists if they're nonviolent. If right. Antifa exists and they're nonviolent, I don't care. Yeah. That doesn't it does I don't have an issue with the existence of them. I have an issue with the existence itself of the philosophy of white supremacists. Right. The fact of them is problematic. I would have a problem with white supremacists if they were peaceful. I have a problem with white supremacy if they never raise a fist to anyone. Sure. Because the ideas themselves are horrifying, bigoted, toxic ideas. The ideas will cause violence. Yeah. The ideas can only disempower. The ideas are themselves violent ideas. The ideas cause violence inherently. I don't think the same is true of Antifa. Yeah, I just and, don't. And and I, I know that a lot of people are saying like, you know, well, look at these guys. These are communists or these are people who are against ca uh, capitalists. They're they're anti-capitalist. Okay. I, don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care if somebody's a communist or a capitalist or anti-capitalist. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Look, if they're trying to attack the government, then we'll have a then we'll then we'll talk about it. But as it stands right now. They're standing on the side with all the rest of the people saying white supremacy is bad. And objectively, white supremacy is bad. Right. So I don't have any problems with what they're doing. Like, I genuinely don't care because because they're not doing any unless they like I say, unless they start a fight. I don't care. Yeah, I'm right there with you. We got a video. Um, this is from Craig. And it's a it's a a meat commercial from Australia. That is just really well done. It's about a bunch of gods at a table all eating, and it's hilarious. Uh, this is this is genuinely funny. It's a very good video. Genuinely so we're going to post funny. it on this week's show notes. Check it out. We got a message from Natalie, and Natalie uh, <laughs> makes a comment about um, about the corn goblin from uh, from Iowa, Steve King. Steve King was saying the transportation system, how the person's going to go back to the country and be like, tell them about our great, great transportation system. Natalie says, our transportation system is great. That's why Antrax is in the shitter and buses are quite reliably never show up on time. <laughs> it's so funny. Amtrak is the worst. It's genuinely the worst. I love her, her comment. Steve King is from Iowa. So is Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny email. It, it, Steve King, we got a lot of messages about Steve King. He's got to be just pulling his own hair out that Donald Trump has fallen back on DACA now. Oh, I, uh, you know, he's got to be, he's got to be, his, losing, he's gotta be losing it. He's got to be losing it. Oh, and we did mess up. Steve King is not from Des Moines or doesn't have any dominion over Des Moines or whatever. He was dominion. I guess he's from uh, Sioux City, uh, Iowa. And that's, that's but there's also a guy by the name of David Young, I guess, who's also shitty, but he's from Des Moines. And the other one is not. So I said I must have offhand said that they were responsible. You're just sort of peripherally responsible. <laughs> We got a message from Andrew and Susie, and they ask if we're going to be going to Melbourne when we go down to uh, yeah. to Sydney. We are not visiting any other place in 
Australia. I am the day after the conference flying off to New Zealand uh, with my wife. We're going to do some traveling there. Tom is heading to uh, other places in Australia, but we are not going to be visiting places and doing any kind of meetups or anything other than the thing we're doing in Sydney. That's the only thing. We're going to be there for three days. We'll be yep. landing on Friday. We'll be leaving on Sunday or on Monday morning. So we will be there Sunday evening all the way through the whole conference. But uh, but it's the, our first time in that part of the world. And so we sort of packed a vacation together around this Indeed. trip because it's a 20-hour flight. So we figured we should probably try to pack something around this to make the 20-hour flight worthwhile. And so we have this conference to go to, but then we're also using it as a jumping off point for both of us to travel around that part of the world. So we didn't have extra days to sort of Alas. prepare things. So we did, and we didn't, we just, we just sort of put them together for yeah. ourselves to yeah. try to have, but if we make it back again, we almost certainly will try to do something like and that. And I hope we make it I back hope we again. do there's, too. There's yeah. parts of that part of the world I'd like to see. Yeah, for sure. Fight. I got a message. This is, uh, this is from Wombat and he says, greeting from a corn goblin. And he tells us, he says, look, we're short, stumpy people covered in calluses, warts, and stray hairs and leathery skin. So that covers the goblin part. <laughs> <laughs> and we simply cannot get enough corn. We devote 98% of our state to growing it. <laughs> he says, he does make fun of us later. He says, I suppose we could have it worse though. At least we're not those cousin fucking orcs down South of Missouri. And we're not those pretty boy elves in Chicago. Seriously, you guys aren't even high levels and you can't even lift an 80 pound bag of seed. <laughs> get over yourselves. That's true. It's true. So uh, I love that that's the bar in I Iowa to cross. Like, you ain't farm strong. You ain't farm strong. He lifted. Boy. Uh, Brian in San Diego sends us a message and he says, hey, I found your show and uh, and he's he's enjoying it. And then he found episode 321 where we talked about modest needs and he really enjoyed it and he wound up donating. And he said, I just want you to know that even though you're not currently talking about modest needs. They still got a donation because that episode exists and he was able to hear it. I think that's awesome. And I just want to emphasize that modest needs is one of my very favorite charities. It really is a great I charity. I think it's it's a it's a beautiful charity that does some good work. It's got a great story. It's run by some really awesome folks. So if you're looking for a place to put some charity money, yeah. check out Modest Needs. It's really just a beautiful organization. I'm proud to have worked with them. Tom, uh Tom, Megan and I have been members through the show. Yep. For the over, since, since since we, we did, did that, that episode, yeah. so we've been members through the show. The show has been paying them monthly uh, because of this, because of the moving, uh, the, how moving their charity is. So yeah, the beautiful. show since then has been paying them money because we just think it's such a worthwhile thing. Yeah. We got a, a bunch of messages about the Peace Corps, but this one in particular is from the vagabondish humanist, and this is the part that we were talking about last time. Basically saying, look, when I was a Peace Corps volunteer, I got several months of intense training. I was in the host country and I got months of intense training, was taught to speak the language, and I had the financial and logistical support of a federal agency. Yeah, just like those kids that are getting deported, yeah. right? It's They'll have all those same things when they get that forcibly deported. That's such a stupid thing to say. You know, it's such a stupid, it really is idiotic thing to say. And he's got to be going crazy now. And the Peace Corps has got to be going crazy, too, because they're going to lose if DACA does does go through where they give those people a full on deferment. Mm -hmm. They're going to lose all those volunteers. <laughs> and they probably yeah, Peace Corps probably didn't plan for that. I probably not. Probably it's probably in their budget probably, for 2018. Yeah, probably didn't plan for it. 
If you're a patron, mm-hmm. tune in on Sunday for our uh, for our live stream event where we talk. We eat foods. Shit. We're eating Vegemite. Vegemite. We're also eating licorice, licorice, angry licorice, the screaming monkey licorice. From, it's covered in ammonium yeah, salt, guys. From uh, from Sweden or whatever. It doesn't and, matter. And from we're hell. also going to be drinking Neapolitan stout. Oh, so so tune in. That. We're also going to be talking about Tadesh from. Uh, from the Think Inc. Corporation that is putting on the Skepticon in Australia. So you want to check it out. If you miss it, if this is Monday, you're not a patron, you can always go watch that video on YouTube or watch it on Facebook or on live stream. That video is going to be available. And uh, if you're not interested in watching the video, chances are we're probably going to be taking that show and making it a a Thursday show. So maybe this Thursday you'll be able to hear it. But that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death in Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques, and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.